0: Hey, I'm Tommy Chong, welcome to High on
1: Homegrown. CC! Todas! Hola! You hear my Spanish there?
0: Uh, oh, no. i pretty bad, yeah, but...
1: <laughs> what?! I put so much effort into that, man! I've been... I went to Spain and everything to try and improve the lingo. But well, we no, still no. It was tapas and cerveza. No, todas, Todas, which is everybody. Was, yes, yes, everybody was the translation out there for those who do not speak Spanish.
2: Thank you for the <laughs> translation.
1: Well, no, it's an absolute pleasure, Marge. I hope you're all <laughs> feeling all worldly and, you know, uh, much more uh, less ignorant and more open to Spanish lingua- lingo now, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. And I was speaking fluent Spanish last week in Spanabis. Was it our monkey?
0: Mm, yeah, right. No. Yeah, no, no,
1: absolutely was not. Yeah, but the monkey and I went to Spanabis last week, and that's why we were not we here. We
0: certainly did. Mm. Yes, we, we crashed Spanabis unannounced. We decided, what the heck, let's go. Let's do so, it. Uh, uh, I grabbed my missus. It happened to be her birthday weekend. So we had
1: a party in Spain. hmm. And it was good, man. The weather was so good. I'll quickly tell you a story before we go on here, right? Uh, I, I flew out on the Thursday, and on Wednesday here in the UK, we had a little bit of snow. And I'm like, it's not so bad. It should be okay tomorrow. So I went to bed, and the next day, I got up. I didn't even look out the window for a couple of hours. And, and the missus, she says to me, she said, have, have you looked outside recently? We're like, no, not really. <laughs> and I have a look outside, and it's like a foot of snow i'm like what the actual fuck i have got to go fly on a plane in like three hours man and uh, how am i even gonna to get to the airport but anyway i did get to the airport and we did fly out and then you get to spain and it's like 25 degrees man it's beautiful damn it's beautiful mm-hmm. Beautiful.
0: yeah but yes. 25 degrees though people in spain still had jackets on they said mm-hmm. no it's
1: cold right now i, think I like, saw some yes, motherfuckers cold. wearing a scarf and shit is it <laughs> God damn man I wasn't even wearing a scarf on the way to the airport in the snow these are
0: all all just yeah, bundled up to the max but it's okay that's if they want to do that that's
1: okay with me anyway know? more Spanabis stories later on uh, oh, but yeah, for now we've
0: got a couple of good ones oh yes yes <laughs> we do have some
1: good ones so stay tuned for those but for now yes yes everybody and welcome to high on homegrown the cannabis podcast from percy'sgroroom.com I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, we have Marge.
2: Oui, bonjour. Comment ça va? This is Marge. No, you're just
1: showing up now. No, it's wrong, Marge. No, (laughs) no, out of order. You're not the
2: only bilingual person on this show, I'll have you know.
1: Uh, I'll have you know, I only, I had to look up what Yes Yes was, and what everybody was (laughs) in Spanish to do that intro. Uh,
3: I tried hard, I put the
1: research in, and then you just come along and you like French.
2: <laughs> Rest assured everyone bite me the show about edibles is in english so you don't have to worry
1: you can speak fluent french marge can you
2: uh i'm pretty rusty but i do comprehend french yes
1: wow yeah it's always impressive where people people can speak many languages anyway sorry for inter- interrupting your smooth intro there
2: <laughs> it's all good are you done I'm not, yeah, yeah let's
1: go on to the next guy what were you saying tg <laughs>
3: No, not much. I'm just sitting here as usual in uh, good old Treaty 6 territory, aka Saskatchewan, Saskatoon to be precise. Nice. Smoking nice. some nice uh, rubbery, burnt fucking tennis ball smelling marijuana. So oh,
1: You got a new toy this week as well, didn't you? Some hash burning thing?
3: Oh yeah, you saw my hash code. Oh basically. yeah, that,
1: that looks good, man. What the fuck? How do you even work that?
3: Um... It's really cool. I have, like, I have to say, it's probably, yeah, it's fucking awesome. You just basically roll a hash snake, hang it off the crossbar in the middle, light it, cover it, and it's like a super elegant bottle tokes, but without fucking, uh, you know, the cigarette and the grossness of a bottle toke. So, super nice. awesome. Highly recommend. Here nice, cat, man. Pick one up. Hash
1: Advancements cat. in smoking technology,
4: once again. Very
1: cool. Yeah. Brilliant. What do you say, Bubble? How you do, mate?
4: Yeah, day, guys, Bobblehawk here. I don't really speak any other languages other than English and Australian. So uh, you won't be getting anything from me. But uh still yes. fluent
1: Australian yeah. is not an easy one. Fluent Australia well it depends, mate. Give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I actually
0: like the fact that he admits that Australian is not actually English. Whoa. Well it isn't. No, no it, it isn't it, it you have to admit different meanings. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, well, well, I mean, thong, that's one that comes up quite often. <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So you good? You, you had a good week?
4: It's been good, yeah. Just um, casually powering through dabs and things as I do and um, just enjoying the 35 to 40 degree heat we've been copping. So, Oof. I mean, it's not quite Spain, but, you know, <laughs>
1: No, no, I don't think there's any spiders that can kill you up in Spain, and there's definitely no drop bears.
4: Yeah, Bro, in, for, in forty degree heat, the spiders are boiling alive. Trust me, I've Ooh. seen it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that Even the weather wants doesn't to set continue. a nice, uh, nice image in my mind. You know that at the end of Gremlins when they're all covered in water and they're all bubbling, yeah. and that's what I kind yeah. of imagine. Yeah. Boiling spiders, brilliant!
4: Thank you for that. I told you, I I have told you the story about when I walked outside one day. We had 45 degree heat. I walked outside, and they were all like they'd all come down on Mm -hmm. their strings from the rafters.
1: Yeah, Yeah. like dead spider (laughs) yo-yos. Yeah,
4: pretty much.
2: Oh God, that's so gross.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody needs to check out that movie Arachnophobia. Yeah. No, thank you. It will give you an idea of how Bobblehuck lives every day. what are you say monkey you are not feeling too good this week right
0: no I had a great time in spain i got got to come home and everybody got something to smoke because i got covid
1: oh no he said it oh, everybody
0: no. yeah, I gotta get it over with man got the vid man
1: got the vid
0: got the vid it's not too bad a bit of a cough a little bit of a sinus condition yeah you know i'm all right
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's uh, It's been around the world a few times now before you got it, so I think it's pretty weak nowadays, <laughs> Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't know if I've ever had it before. I know I've never had it to this extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't seem to be too severe, though, and I definitely would say that the trip was worth it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Now, Good times, man. Days, but, man, that was fun.
1: Yes, indeed. And we, we met a few of those guys out there as well in the chat. I saw Firefly pop in. Uh, Firefly was there. Yep. Uh, Benny Ben was there. Pip Jam was there. Ooh. Chilbert was there. Who else, man? Who else? Oh, I this,
0: this about... troll
1: from Berlin. What was his
0: name Oh, again? yeah. That guy. Hey,
1: that guy. Know, uh, Galandal, I think it was. I think that was his name. Yeah. Yeah. That guy was
0: there. <laughs> he was there, too.
1: But very cool, uh, one, man. Benny Ben, I think, huh? Uh, Benny Ben was there. Yeah. And we, went, we all went and got pizza together in some restaurant, man. And the cheese was excessive. Oh, geez. To say the least. <laughs> God damn. But, but yeah, good weekend, man. And as we said, we'll catch up with more of those stories later on. So we're all here. We're all ready to do some cannabis news and events. We are back to the normal schedule. Uh, and we're going to do grow guides after the, the news and events and stuff. So, you know, everybody roll something. Get ready to get super high and listen to some crazy shit that's going on around the world. And I've got some news from the UK that I'm very, very skeptical of. Something just don't add up here, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. But yes, it's been a good week. It's been a good couple of weeks. And I've sent out some good interviews over the over the last week as well. I had one with um, Stephen from HLG, which is a real good episode. They're telling us about HLG, how it started and, you know, her, uh, where it's going and oh. what it does now as well. It was a real cool interview, man. They're a really good company. Like a, a new age kind of company where the boss isn't just trying to make a shitload of profit; he just wants to make a good product and give a lot of people a good job which is very cool so if you haven't heard that interview go check it out but anyway what else is going on any good stories to tell Ooh. I've got a good story to tell they should have told the story should have told the story monkey oh dude come on it's gotta come out so yeah
0: right, this so,
2: one now, this one's, now we're all dying with anticipation
1: now you're all here right if right. you if you didn't know yet right we we went to spanabis over the weekend i'm sure you're all aware by now right but anyway we <laughs> we have a good friend who has been on the show many many times before he is an author i won't say his name but you know who i'm talking about He's uh, an author of many cannabis books he's been on the show many times he's a good friend of the podcast and i went up to a certain stall at spanabis and you know, waited in the queue because there was people waiting in the queue to go and speak to him, so they could, uh, you know, get his autograph and have a picture taken with him and shit. And eventually, I've gone up to him like, "Yo, guy, yeah, I'm Mackie from High and Homegrown." And he's like, "Oh," and he knew instantly who I was then. And uh, he's like, "I've got something for you." And he turns around and he puts his hands down his pants. I mean, all the way down. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, hey, I'm- "Hold on for a second. What kind of meeting is this?" <laughs> 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 and then he pulls out this bag of weed, and it's got like five different weeds in. Yeah, and it must be like five or six grams there. It's a, it's a decent sized bag of weed. And he's like, I've got this for you, man. And inside it was just little samples from some of the entries that had been ent- entered into the Spanabis cup. Uh-huh. And this weed oh. was fucking phenomenal shit, man. It's some of the best weed I've ever smoked. Easily, some of the mm-hmm. best weed I've ever mm-hmm. smoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so good. And it was just crazy how we just rocked up there and he had specifically bought this bag of weed for us to smoke, we, You know, because he was expecting me to be there. I'd text him on the, the WhatsApp on the day before. And yeah, for was- him to... Bring just the like weave. an OG
0: though reaching down in his pants to grab the stash. It was like, Oh my
1: god, yeah. so like, how long has he kept that shit there for? <laughs> Oh, it's kind <laughs> of warm. <laughs> and it smells
0: funny, too. Why does
1: it smell funky, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but then the sad thing is we smoked most of it. We had like a gram left, maybe, maybe two at the most, uh, a little bit later on the day. And we was in an apartment with a rooftop, so we could go up to the rooftop and sit and chill and smoke. So we went up there to smoke some, and it was really fucking windy. And the last bit of the weed and the bag just got taken away in the wind somewhere. The motherfucker, that goddamn universe, bringing it and taking it away like that. But we like we like to think that the story continues with somebody else who was randomly walking through Barcelona and got hit by in the face by a bag of weed that smells a little funky. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but and then he smokes that weed. weed ever smoked, That's right, ever. man. And he tells all his friends, I was just walking through Barcelona one day and I was hit in the face by a bag of weed and it was some of the best weed I've ever smoked. But yeah, what man. What kind you know, of weed was it? We don't, we don't know. know what name it was because it was it, only put out in numbers, and they didn't give the names well, out for what strains they were.
0: And in order to not taint the competition, he said he he would he wasn't allowed or he didn't think he wanted, he, he did not want to let us know what they were. We were allowed to sample them, but he wouldn't mm-hmm. identify them for us. So, but in there, I'll, I'll there was a way,
1: yeah, that it was good, shit, man. There was one there was. bud in there specifically, oh, which was one. just this purpley blueberry, <sighs> blackberry flavored weed, which is yeah, just,
0: yeah, deep, wow. deep berries with, with hints of black pepper on, on the terpenes. When you mm-hmm. smell the bud, mm-hmm. the high was just so intense and psychedelic on that thing, it was like unbelievably good stuff and smooth. My grip. that was so smooth. Mm-mm.
3: Yeah. it'd be nice to grow. Should have found. Yeah, out.
1: that's what I'm saying. Maybe we'll see the results and like who won and try mm-hmm. and figure out which strain it was from there. that was but... a
0: beautiful strain. Everybody who sampled it said the same thing
1: about Mm-mm. it. Good shit, man. Good weekend, uh, and you, everybody should try it out next year if if you're all up for it. Yeah, but it's a long way for some people, for sure.
0: Yeah, it is a long way for me. I would think, you know, several, mm-hmm. you know, over 5,000
1: miles. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, we just had Benny Ben and Pip Jam land in the chat there. What's up, lads? And I know Firefly is out there as well. And that's some of the people who we met in Spanabis. So good times, man. Good times. Let's do it again another time. But I will say, uh, for those who have been to Amsterdam, it's not quite the same thing. It's a little bit, it's not so social out there in barcelona when you go to amsterdam you can just go to a coffee shop get your weed sit down relax and chill but in barcelona you really got to hunt for these places you have to know where they are they can't have like uh, signs on the outside like the greenhouse coffee shop They can't have anything like that and they don't have windows uh, but the the quality of the cannabis in barcelona far exceeds the quality of the cannabis in amsterdam so World class like, stuff, man. yeah you got to really find the balance between uh, that uh, chilling in the coffee shop environment or smoking some top quality cannabis but i think my preference is amsterdam mm-hmm. i do I, I do love amsterdam that is a great city but barcelona
4: is good too it do just you think depends what that's, you want do you think that that's partly because that there's still sort of emerging a legal market there uh
0: I
3: don't or
4: is know. it
0: they, yeah. they have uh they have the same movements that, that other places do legalize barcelona but it's not catching traction at all it's just you know it's just tolerated it's not legal yeah. or illegal it's just like don't don't do it here that's the attitude just don't do it in public it's something but, it's something but you'll, you'll still be walking down the street and somebody will be smoking a joint while they're walking down the street just casually smoking it mm. uh, you'll smell it all over the city but um you know it's, it's not supposed to be done in public you know i'm going to just circle up in, in, in the middle of a park and do it mm-hmm. uh is what i kind
1: of got out of it but good times great times in barcelona and i hope that more of us can be either at spanabis or maybe do a 420 in amsterdam sometime in the future that would be very very cool mm-hmm. but for now we have some cannabis news to get to and i think we should do that Are we all ready for that is there anything else to add before we move on I mean, there's more stories to tell, but we'll get to them as we go. We got the good, uh, the ball sack weed story out of the way. Well, there's the singrata story. Yeah, mm. <laughs> we got a few of them. Oh yeah, yes. the Cingrada story. Yeah, we'll wait for the for the for the interval, and we'll come back to that one. So yeah, let's do the uh, the cannabis news and offense. Let's do it. it's time for the news it's been two whole weeks since we did any cannabis news so there's plenty of stories to get to out there i think what's up Bob? are you were you jumping in there just straight off? like oh, i'll oh, do my those... story
4: first maggie no, I, 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 I can but i was just laughing i was just waiting for the two weeks oh shit <laughs> completely missed it oh,
1: <laughs> oh man! oh slacking practice, oh my is... god a yeah. week off. <laughs> <is it>? <laughs> <laughs> do you have found in plants and vegetables you'd like to
2: declare?
3: <laughs> 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 uh,
2: yeah,
1: what an epic movie. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yeah. So Bubble, you want to jump on your news article first? <laughs> yeah, Just sure. Little... I can jump on yeah, mine. Ready and eager. Let's do it.
4: Okay. So um since I, I think it was a, about six months ago, I brought you one <laughs> about our wastewater reports sorry and, uh, just uh,
1: quickly to go back there before we carry on and he just put a funny one in the chat there willy weed, <laughs> willy weed. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice keep, keep dropping them in the chat everybody or in the comments if you're listening to this after what should we call that weed we was calling it ball sack weed what do you think nut- it should be called everybody
4: yeah i'm gonna go with nut nuggets
1: nut nuggets oh. nice nice yeah.
3: <laughs> in the comments
1: in the chat everybody let's hear your suggestions for what we should call this weed in the future but sorry bubble it's down to you bro
4: no you're good um yes i was talking about six months ago about how our um, authorities like to go through our wastewater and uh, work out how much we've been smoking or consuming and so on and so forth and so uh this one comes out of uh, south australia from the acic the australian criminal intelligence commission so regional South Australia has taken out top spot in the latest wastewater report. Uh, the Australian Criminal Intelligence Commission released the latest findings from the National Wastewater Drug Monitoring Program, revealing the level of harm experienced by residents. South Australia as a whole has taken top place in a less than desired category. Uh, we ranked first nationally in the capital city consumption of methamphetamine. Regional South Australia has also also placed first for meth, MDMA and fentanyl and with a tidy second place in the consumption of cannabis. Uh, Across the regional South Australia, alcohol consumption had dropped significantly from April 2022 with below the regional average for August 2022. Uh, Cannabis is currently being used more than four times the national average in regional South Australia. (laughs) Cocaine and heroin are at all-time lows across the region, likely due to higher costs and difficulties from importation due to many successful police operations. Uh, fentanyl, ketamine, oxycodone, meth and MDMA consumption have all seen a significant rise in use. The Commissioner's Acting Chief Executive Officer, Matt Rippon, said that much of the harm suffered at the hands of organised crime is because of illicit drugs. Wastewater analysis of residents' excretions of substances provides crucial information on drug markets and serious uh, and organised criminal activity to support government in creating a safer nation. (laughs) More than 14 tonnes of methamphetamine, cocaine, uh, Three 3,4 four methylene dioxy methamphetamine MDMA God and heroin damn. was consumed in the sixth year of the program to August twenty. You motherfuckers
1: in Australia are partying hard,
4: shit. Boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, with an estimated street value of ten billion dollars, Um, so while this represents a ten percent reduction in total consumption from the fifth year. There were increases in national methylamphetamine and heroin consumption for the fifth to sixth years of the program. Uh, where are we? This is a concerning amount, both in terms of economic cost, the actual spending on drugs, and the cost to the community through violence, road trauma, property crime, illness, injury, and deaths associated with illicit drug use, Mr. Rippon said. Uh, the latest report of the commission's wastewater program covered sampling in August and October for 22." In August, 58 uh, wastewater sites were monitored nationally, covering, covering about 57% of the population. Between April and August 2022, national consumption of methamphetamine, cocaine, alcohol, and nicotine decreased in both capital city and regional sites, while consumption of all other drugs monitored by the program increased. Uh, the findings show that methamphetamine continues to be the most consumed illicit stimulant by some margin. And we also saw record low national consumption of cocaine. Uh, The commission uh, commission considers that the low level of cocaine consumption is primarily due to the law enforcement seizures and detections, which limited supply, because there is no evidence of a reduction in demand. Uh, Illicit drugs and legal drugs with abuse potential are harmful, reliable drug consumption data are a key indicator of the level of harm experienced by the community. And this is because the level of community harm is directly related to the quantity of substances consumed, Mr. Rippon said. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it says there
1: how the the methamphetamine has gone up substantially and cocaine has fallen, but there's no evidence of a demand going down. But I would have thought maybe people are using less cocaine because they're using meth instead. Maybe that's why there's a change.
4: Uh, it's it's more just because there's been so many busts um like re recently we've had more and more cocaine shipments stopped before they got to the streets so mm. i would say that's more to do with it than anything else because you can't so you know i would i would say probably 95 percent to a hundred percent of all cocaine consumed in Australia would be imported um, well, it, Stone Wolf not, just not,
1: said, well, they did just seize a billion dollars worth. They yeah. seize a billion dollars worth of cocaine?
4: Yeah, bro. Um, <laughs>
2: Whoa.
1: Yeah, that's probably why.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, being that it's all um all, all imported, that's why. Whereas with meth, they make it here. Um, There's a lot of bikies and things like that out there that, that make it. So God damn. You know, a lot of little clandestine labs and that. So I, I would say that's ma- the majority of the reason why. Um, They'll be know, seeing that
1: alcohol consumption has gone down in Australia because people are just drinking tap water now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll so, get a
4: little buzz out of this coming out the tap. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're getting a buzz out of that, mate, then there's something going on with the wastewater being recycled Ooh. for drinking this. So I'd be worried mm-hmm. more about that. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the thing the biggest takeaway for me from it was um the the amounts i mean when you when you go back up where was it, it was like 14 billion something where was that uh yeah 14 tons of methamphetamine 14 tons wow like that's just ridiculous mhm and that's in a, that's just one year
1: that's madness man yeah that's
2: insane <laughs>
4: So well, it is problem. a big, it is a massive problem here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, surprising oh, to see heroin, though, pop up because that that, yeah, that that's so fucking eighties,
1: man. What's going on here?
4: I'm not saying people don't still do it. I'm just saying <laughs> it's one of it's one of those things that it hasn't been on the radar as much, I suppose, recently compared to things like meth and MDMA and um unfortunately cannabis because apparently we get grouped in with everything else Mm -hmm. um but yeah it just goes to show that uh no matter how hard they police it we'll find a way
1: that's right man
4: just i just saw that sentence
1: there wastewater analysis of residents excretions of substances it's like how do you apply for that job (laughs) you just just see it in the paper you know (laughs)
4: <laughs> I think it's one of those ones where you apply for a different job and then get handed the shit stick.
1: You're <laughs> mm-hmm. like <laughs> the legitimate shit stick, you know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, cool story. Cool story. Lots going on in Australia. Lots of parties going on in Australia. Very yeah.
4: cool. <laughs> well, I was, I was going to cover another one that we had um, with the greens and their, their push for legalizing cannabis, but it's five days till New South Wales goes to the polls here. So, Ooh, so we got a... next week we'll probably have a bit more on, on where that's sort of sitting and nice and things like that. So I figured I'd leave that till next week. And Good luck. To about...
1: Get out on boat. Everybody in Australia, have your say pretend like well, it's actual democracy.
4: Everybody in everybody in New South Wales. Oh yeah. Pretend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's,
4: it you can vote all you like <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: but you say Mike, you got some interesting one
2: i do because uh, everyone knows i love the studies of course so, uh, why don't why don't another one because i'm trying to help uh you know bust these cannabis stigma one study at a time so this one comes from <laughs> vice cannabis study breaks loner or lazy stoner stereotype oh <gasps> what right? imagine right? that Imagine that. Tell tell us something we didn't know, but you know, this isn't for they're not preaching to the choir. Hopefully they're preaching to I don't know, whoever's not in the choir. I don't really know where I was going with that,
0: but <laughs> yeah, maybe somebody else will listen, huh?
2: Yeah. So new research shows that people who use weed are no more likely to be unmotivated compared to those who don't. And they have a nice picture of a lazy looking koala bear there. If you can't Yay. see that
1: yet. Stupid. <laughs> okay, he looks proper high as well. Look at I just put the picture up so everybody can see. Look at the fucking (laughs) eyes on this motherfucker. That's right. Look at his eyes, everybody. Look at that. Oh my God, (laughs) he's so fucking high. Yeah, my oh. god look look at his ass yeah. he hasn't wiped his ass in weeks look
4: <laughs> uh, he's blazed. look at him go that's right
0: i have no <laughs> idea know. what that's got to do with stoners though he's know? been
4: drinking the fucking water hasn't he <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: yeah it's more likely meth than than cannabis in this case but <laughs> In any case, the lazy stoner stereotype has long been the go-to depiction of people who use cannabis in mainstream media and a pillar of anti-drug campaigns worldwide, and I'm sure we're all familiar with all those, but a new study suggests that the representation of people who use weed as lazy and unmotivated might be lazy in itself, and I really like what they're doing Mm -hmm. with that. Nice. Yes, the study led by scientists at the University of Cambridge, University College London, and King's College London, which all sound very prestigious. Don't and, be fooled. And... They're only words. <laughs> yeah, I know, but what I'm trying to <laughs> lend credibility to this study, so it helps us helps us all in the long run.
1: <laughs>
3: uh,
2: they published a study in the International Journal of Neuropsychopharmacology, pharmacolo- Okay, I'm gonna try that Man, again.
1: I thought you was gonna nail that the first I time know, around I'm then. I was gonna do random applause and shit. Go uh, again and I'll I'm edit it.
2: Practicing in the mirror earlier too, <laughs> God, right? Anyway, the journal of neuropsychopharmacology. Okay, that wasn't quite right, but you know
1: Pharmacology.
2: Pharmacol. No, I don't know.
1: Neuropsychopharmacology. That's,
2: right. <clears throat> that's the yeah, one. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's because I'm English, well, you see. It's, I'm English. it's a ah, journal
2: ah. with a ridiculously long name. Yeah. <laughs> it published it in that said journal last month and examined whether people who use cannabis show higher levels of apathy, loss of motivation, and anhedonia, and and anhedonia, loss of interest or in or pleasure from rewards, compared to people who don't use cannabis, and whether they were less willing to exert physical effort to receive a reward. So We're so used to seeing lazy stoners on our screens that we don't want to stop and ask whether they're an actual accurate representation of cannabis users. Our work implies that this is is in itself a lazy stereotype and that people who use cannabis are no more likely to lack motivation or be lazier than people who don't, says Martine Skomlian, one of the authors of the study. And I can't help but concur that the lazy stoner stereotype is in itself lazy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everybody here would agree. I would agree. Yes. It's like Bill
1: Hicks said, you know, it's not that stoners are lazy. It's just that we realize that there's not very much point in doing most of the bullshit things that we do. Right. Yeah.
3: (laughs)
2: Yeah, that's very true. (laughs) So of course, I mean, they are pointing out there there are a number of factors that could lead someone to maybe feel a little less motivated while using cannabis. They do touch on that a little bit, that there's a whole bunch of things. Everybody's biology is unique, et cetera, et cetera.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: the study involved 274 adolescents and adults who use cannabis at least once weekly and with an average of four days a week over the past three months and a group of people who do not use cannabis at all matched for age and gender. And in order to measure apathy and anhedonia, participants ranked statements like how much they enjoy being with family and friends, how interested they are in learning new things, and how likely they are to see a job through to the end. Hmm. Um, So the researchers found that people who used cannabis did not report greater apathy or anhedonia compared to people who did not use cannabis. In fact, the people who use cannabis scored slightly lower on some of these things. Yeah, I would have said that more... for sure. Yeah. Right.
1: I mean, when right. you're stoned, you're much more likely to enjoy spending time with family and friends and learning that's new pretty, things.
2: That's pretty much what they said, actually. Mm. According to the authors of the study, this may be because people who tend to seek out pleasure are also more likely to use cannabis. But they also warned that the differences between the two were kind of small and should be interpreted with caution. Um, but essentially... They go on and talk about some more things, but trying to see if there's anything else particularly relevant. But I mean, at the end of the day, if to just to summarize, there is no significant difference between people who use cannabis and those who didn't or between age groups on either on these different ways that they examined this or did the did the studies. Mm -hmm. And it suggests that people who use cannabis are just as willing to expend effort to get rewards they are just as likely to want and enjoy rewards as people who don't use cannabis, which to me makes a whole lot of sense. Especially I mean...
1: if the reward is cannabis. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they don't really get into what the rewards are. Maybe that was relevant, but no,
1: that's always relevant.
2: Yeah, yeah. you go
0: on your own. You get, you'll do the work, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, uh,
2: i very real. insulted
3: by that one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they also say here it should be noted that the participants were sober during this study and it's possible the motivation wanes when people are high on cannabis i'm not really sure what it
1: mm. sure but yeah why would they want to just go and ruin a good study by adding that in- interjection at the end there ruined it
2: yeah they did actually but i think it doesn't matter because the title of the study is cannabis study breaks lazy stoner stereotype and let's be honest there's a good percentage of the people out there who will only read the title of this, of this article and nothing else. Mm -hmm. So I think their job is done.
1: And this is why we are here to read through the articles and give you in depth the news about things, everybody.
2: You know what I'm saying? Well, I do like how they end the article because they do say that unfair assumptions can be stigmatizing and could get in the way of messages around harm reduction. And we need to be honest and frank about what are and are not harmful consequences of drug use. And that mm-hmm, makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense to me, because if you're going to have conversations around cannabis or methamphetamine in your wastewater or whatever it is, I mean, you can't... There is it, a better for everybody, if we're just completely honest about what you're getting into.
3: Yep. There was the Smart Approaches to Marijuana group, those douche nozzles, and Kevin Sabet <laughs> and his douche nozzlery. Douche <laughs> Yeah, they were given some presentation and they were calling for a drug-free world, you know. And oh had,
1: my god!
3: And you know, I don't think he really means what he means because that would encompass in- in like aspirin and Tylenol and fucking yeah. they are not drugs and booze and you know all these things. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I, I I echo your guys' a statement that I really like what this study ended with. In that, we need to figure out what. Or we need to decide and come to a conclusion as as to what is a harm. Like, drug use, we're never going to get rid of that, of course, because humans have always used drugs. We've never had a drug-free society. Mm -hmm. But clearly, our society has, like, evolved and become better and stuff with drugs all along the way. So we need to acknowledge that drug use doesn't equal harm and figure out what those harms really are. Like, we know what they are Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, prohibition provides a lot of those those mechanisms for harm in terms of putting people in jail that shouldn't be there and shit but yeah let's hope this maybe stimulates a bit more of that kind of conversation because uh, you know drugs aren't bad all drugs drugs be are bad okay. they just need to be regularly yeah, <laughs> like, used properly so
0: <laughs> alright Becky <laughs> you know I'm
3: saying are bye bye. Okay. bye, uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> bye. bye. <laughs> pretty
3: much right so You got to get off that fucking train.
1: So I have a very interesting article here from the UK, which I'm fucking very skeptical of. And it just seems like a load of bullshit. I'll read the headline to you and you will instantly know why I think it's bullshit. Only 35% of Brits support legislation of cannabis. Numbers low, too low. Far too low. Far too low. And the article goes on about how liberal the country is. And I'll, I'll read a little bit of it here. So Britain is known to be quite a liberal country on most things. But when it comes to the legislation of cannabis, public opinion is split. A poll by Redfield and Wilton Strategies found that the British public are narrowly divided on the issue of cannabis legislation. Only 35% of British support changing the law to legalise cannabis and for some reason throughout this article, they keep using the M word, you know, the M word, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I won't say it. But it's like this. If this is a UK article, we don't use the M word here in the UK. It's an American term. We we say cannabis, So probably just for SEO purposes. You know, but it, it's yeah. ridiculous. man. I don't know why that word is still being used so often. Uh, it has been legal in the UK to use cannabis for medical reasons since 2018. But under the Misuse of drug, Drugs Act, it remains a criminal offence to supply, produce, or use the drug in any other circumstances. And I'll just add there, you know, to supply and use the drug if you haven't bribed the government. Sorry, uh, contributed money to the government's <laughs> campaign. Then you can, because there's a company that grows a fuckload of cannabis here in the UK. We've spoken about it many, many times. So growing cannabis in the UK is legal you just have to have friends in the government that will allow you to do it uh, when asked to what extent they would support the legislation of cannabis a survey of 1500 brits found there was a lot of divided opinion only 35 percent of respondents su- supported legalizing the drug with 16 percent claiming they would strongly support a change in the law 20 percent claimed to neither support or oppose legislation with seven percent confessing that they weren't sure where their opinion fell, so them seven percent were like, they're, "they're smokers, but you know, don't want to let everybody know." Those opposed to legalize uh, those opposed to the legislation had a narrow majority in the poll, with thirty eight percent of British people backing the current legislation surrounding cannabis use. of respondents claimed to strongly oppose measures to liberalize Britain's legal approach to cannabis. So it just all seems like a load of shit. And they've asked 1,500 people here. And you have to wonder, where were these 1,500 people they asked? Was it in, like, Eton? You know what I mean? And they if they asked about cocaine in Eton, I'm sure they'll you, know, you know, that's just uh, allegedly, you know, a lot of people take mm. cocaine in Eton. But, <laughs> you know, it's like, what the fuck, man? Who did they ask? 1,500 people in the UK and only a third of them. Unless they asked a load of people who like sell cannabis and they see the kind of bullshit that's going to happen when it's when it's legalized and their business is going to be taken from them. So it's like, no, fuck that. Keep it illegal, man. So I can still make money. So I could still sell 3.5 of Caliweed 100 (laughs) pound you know it just i I don't get it man because i'm sure you've heard me say many times on the show how the shitload of the adult population here in the uk who smoke cannabis you know enjoy cannabis or at least know somebody who does and wants it to be legalized they see no point of why it's still illegal maybe these 1500 people they asked were all police officers you know, <laughs> right? Who who the fuck did they ask, man? It's just a load of bullshit. I don't I don't believe this article is true. I think it, there's something dodgy about the study here because it doesn't add up. Or maybe I'm just living in an echo chamber. All right, what do you all, what, what do the you all study. think? Yeah, that's it. Follow the money, and you'll find out why that's it says this shit. But what
4: it's do you think? It's always the way. much mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. what you got to say about this? You, what do you think about?
2: It? I mean, it does seem like ridiculously low honestly mm-hmm. i mean they're probably asking people i don't know retirees maybe that's who they're polling
1: mm-hmm.
2: grew up but the they whole...
1: do have a uh, ages here as well it says by contrast 45% sorry uh, only 34% of 18 to 24 year olds backed legislation 18 to 24 year olds
2: 1500 people like that's not a very big
1: no yeah no. it's definitely no it's definitely not no
2: so maybe it's been skewed somehow that way
1: and judging by that as well, 18 to 24 years, they're probably asking people in college. So uh, so that probably has Even then it doesn't make well.
2: sense. Like you're telling me mm-hmm. like over 60% of, of people, the age, ages 18 to 24 think cannabis or should remain illegal. That yeah. doesn't, like that doesn't even make sense when you say it out loud.
1: Yeah. You know, young people nowadays, especially people between the ages of 18 to 24, tend to be quite uh, liberal, let's say, you know, Right, liberal in a nice way, rather than <laughs> all the way down there on the woke side of things, and where people can pretty much do whatever the fuck they like as long as they don't interfere with somebody else. So, right. are you telling me you people with that general mindset? Only thirty four percent of them think that cannabis shouldn't be legalized. It's what the what? It makes no sense, man.
2: Yeah, the know. numbers are skewed somehow.
4: It's bullshit, right? Well, I mean, it's bullshit. I mean, uh, how, yeah, how how many <laughs> eighteen to twenty four year olds were in the fifteen hundred group? Because that's mm. you know that it's kind of <laughs> again they 1,500 mm. 1, people out of what and what's what's your total population in the UK about sixty million
1: yeah,
4: yeah. so fuck all really mm. it's nothing you, you know
2: right yeah that's like a drop in the bucket and it can also depend sometimes on sometimes when they do these studies like how they ask the questions especially yep. if they're looking mm-hmm. for a certain outcome to be like only thirty four percent of people think it should be legal well how did you ask the question yeah and what did you ask. Mm-hmm. And in what yeah.
1: circumstances? Yeah. Like, for example, sometimes you'll be walking down the high street in the UK and there'll be people there with clipboards, like, can I ask you a few questions about crisps? You know, and it's, right. <laughs> you know, it's random shit. And maybe yeah. there's just a, a few people standing there on the high street and they're asking people walking down. But on the other side of the road, there's a group of shady coppers just standing there <laughs> looking. Right. Just you the know? <laughs> so what do you think? <laughs> Cannabis should be legalized, right? And they're like, absolutely not. No, what even is cannabis?
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: it, it, devil drugs. How dare you even <laughs> ask me? This, for shame. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and that's why the number's so low. There's something here that doesn't add up, man. It is nowhere near as low as 34%. It's crazy talk. and That's my opinion of it anyway. Yeah, so that's the news article from me. There's more, but, it, you know, I don't want to read more bullshit out to you. I'm sure most people listening to this <laughs> show would agree that there is something wrong with the figures in this story. And what do you think, Monkey? Well,
0: I'm thinking that they're not telling you too much specifics about what questions specifically they asked to base this opinion on. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, yeah, I'm with you. Woefully low. I'm thinking closer, 60% Mm would be in favor. Mm -hmm. Uh, It seems to be pretty much across the board in most countries that are looking at this. If if Mm -hmm. you get people to really start talking about it somewhere, 60 i mean I've, I've seen some areas as high as 70% in favor of it and of course when you have the rare place that's maybe 50% but 34 mm. i don't know i don't know man
1: I'm fucking hell. You know, no. there's more than 34% of people smoke weed yeah
0: <laughs> well you know you know the case when you when you cheat on a test and you cheat too good and that, and now you know they cheated this is what this looks like mm. to me it's yeah. like okay <laughs> you lied to me and your lie wasn't good enough to even even fool me here mm-hmm. you know, this is what it's. That's what I believe on this one.
1: Yeah, yeah, so probably Prove right, me
0: wrong. Show me some data. Let me, let me see how you how you arrive at this conclusion. But nah, more than thirty four percent say would say that you have the right to choose.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: A,
4: sorry, sorry, bubble. I was going to say the stat that gets me is the forty one percent supporting a prison sentence for the crime. Yeah. Fuck off, you.
1: Dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. bullshit. They asked the police academy. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. god damn um, they, they were asking people going into the police auction <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. fucking dodgy that's all i'm saying but and just the last point here, maybe education is the problem here because i was having a conversation about drugs with my daughter today and she randomly says to me but isn't weed and heroin the same thing what <laughs> you know what i'm Whoa. saying you know, Whoa. and this is after she's been having weeks and weeks of drug education in the uh the social studies classes at school. I'm like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, no, they are definitely not anywhere near the same thing. Wow. And I had to wow. explain this to her. Maybe that that this is just what they're teaching kids nowadays. One right. cannabis can kill you. <laughs> <laughs> they, Remember. Are teaching,
0: they are teaching that gateway thing you know mm-hmm. mm.
1: that it's a fast one
0: yeah they're still trying to tell you that one cannabis and you'll
1: be addicted to, to uh, heroin immediately mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you will kill your family for one more cannabis that's it <laughs> god damn uh, yeah that's what they're teaching our kids everybody so just be careful out there make sure you unindoctrinate indoctrinate your children when they go to these educational establishments i'm using finger quotation marks here because they're indoctrination camps that's what schools are
4: (laughs) the the biggest problem i think i have with that whole thing is that it's if you're telling them that cannabis is just as bad as heroin then why would they discern a difference Mm. they just they'd make they just as likely then to go out and try fucking heroin as they are you know i mean
1: but like they hit, hit fucking half a split. They're like, oh, I enjoyed that thoroughly. Let's go yeah. get smashed off heroin now.
2: Well, it's yeah. just the same thing.
1: Exactly. It's just the same thing. They lied to me about weed. Surely they're lying about heroin, which they are. Probably, but you know, doing that or something, right? <laughs> God damn. If anybody out there needs proper drug education, then come and speak to High and Hunger, and We'll, we'll give you the <laughs> facts. And that's uh, what we're talking about in next week's Grow Guides as well. We're talking about. Uh, growing cannabis as a parent and this is some of the things we'll be covering next week is uh you know how to properly educate your kids on these matters and we can clearly see that you shouldn't be letting the schools do it because they have an agenda and they won't properly teach the kids they'll just feed them bullshit that fits with their narrative but anyway what are you saying tg you've got some interesting news
3: hmm not too super interesting, but uh, kind of pertinent for the time of the year, I guess. Right. Um, just, uh, yeah, regarding cannabis seeds and clones in Canada. I always like to keep a kind of a semi-close ear and watch on like what's available to not just the medical uh, population, because we have a little bit more access to things. But the, you Can know- you
1: buy heroin clones and... And seeds out there as well. Poppies. Same thing, aren't they? Poppy seeds, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: I mean, I know a place, maybe, but
1: (laughs) I'll send you the Uh, link after the show.
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Poppies are cool though. Uh yeah. Anyway. Anyway, back to this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember when I wrote my, I have a big PowerPoint presentation that I do on like how to grow weed. And the first part is like choosing genetics and stuff. And there's a bit in there about seeds. And I wrote it in 2020, I think, 2019 or 2020. And in that time, I I remember I said, there is one company, maybe, that has access to uh, clones and seeds. But um, now we're in 2023, and uh, as you'll see when I read the story, there's a fuckload more if you're into the legal aspect of things. And obviously, there's lots of uh, legacy growers and, and uh, you know, the other options that have always been there. But, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool to see, I, I will admit. So the title is Buying Cannabis Seeds and Clones in Canada in 2023. So as Canadians prepare for the 2023 cannabis growing season, home growers uh are beginning to get more options for finding cannabis clones and seeds. So in New Brunswick, which is out in the East Coast, the provincial retailer Cannabis New Brunswick started selling clones in February uh, in coordination with two local growers. The New Brunswickers who want to buy up to four cannabis clones at a time because of the you know stupid limit, but at a time, I guess, can order in-store uh at one or of a dozen different C and B stores around the province and pick them up about a week later. So it sounds like they're kind of like cut and uh, cloned uh, to go kind of thing, which is great. You know, you don't want to have old shitty clones or something. Uh, Currently, the province offers six different cultivars from two local growers: Eco Canadian Organic in Ruxton and Hidden Harvest in Moncton. Uh, Doesn't say which clones they are, so you'll have to go check their shit out if you want to see. Eco Canadian Organic began selling clones from their Farmgate store in April 2022, and the other one, Hidden Harvest, recently began selling clones. on their newly acquired farm gate license so that's pretty cool you can go to the farm and, and check it out and shit, which i think is like the model we should be aiming towards yeah know? that's super cool man right you go out to yeah you just you could maybe even pick your own right we have you pick strawberries and berries and shit out here why not weed mm-hmm. uh, teaching you how to clone and stuff right so anyway yeah so cannabis new brunswick the the provincial one provincial store you know organization was also selling clones at a recent event hosted in february called canada's east so i don't know what that is but maybe like a trade show or something that's kind of cool um yeah so eco canadian says they sold uh more than a thousand plants last year which doesn't seem like a lot but you know home grow is still very like not popular i will say just for lack of a better more uh a nicer way to put it but yeah nobody fucking grows really still not the, not as many as you would think having like legal cannabis for four years anyway. Mm-hmm. And this is a big reason because there hasn't really been too much availability for genetics and stuff. And most people, you know, don't know about Ali Bongo or The Vault or or White Buffalo here, or whatever, you know, like, and most people aren't, I don't know, you know, buying quote unquote illegal stuff. People, you know, not everybody wants to do that either. So um, yeah. So anyway, it goes on to talk about how CNB has been great but we'll talk about the other provinces and stuff because I don't care about New Brunswick that much. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, there's other places in Canada, you know. Um, So across Canada, we have uh, a few growers and nurseries have offered short-lived pop-ups for clone sales without much fanfare or success. Like I mentioned, you know, it's not super popular. Most people are kind of like, hmm, that's cool, but I'll take some weed Mm -hmm. instead. In Newfoundland and Labrador, cannabis producer and retailer Atlantic Canada started selling clones in their own stores last year. BC cannabis chain Seed and Stone sells clones uh, starting here in March. I guess uh, that's cool. Cannabis starts are available through partnership with Herbal Dispatch, which is a medical provider. Um, maybe they're rec too. I don't know, but I know on I actually looked at their menu on as a medical uh, patient or whatever, and they have some options there. They're kind of expensive, um, forty bucks each. It says here. But, you know, I guess if you want your genetics, hopefully they don't have fucking Hoffslaten in it, but, (laughs) you know. Um, So, yeah, home growers seeking seeds. They they can also find increasing variety in nearly every province other than Manitoba and Quebec, which we've talked about before, still don't have the option to grow any of their own cannabis because the provincial governments there fucking banned it. So uh, they don't grow their own there unless you're medical or still illegal.
1: Yeah, still no news from Jesse on that either
3: no not really there's been i think it was going to an appeal something something i can't remember i saw a little bit on it but no nothing like significant uh in terms of yes or no or anything like that right. so yeah it's taken a fucking long time yeah it is, long right. time. um yeah so new brunswick they also that aforementioned company eco canadian made waves recently but uh by announcing the deal with greenhouse which i talked about on a few podcasts ago so into in the greenhouse seeds, I guess you can get some of their remade stuff because it's not actually from Holland. It's all made in Canada here. Um, I don't know exactly how they do it, whether they imported the clones from Aryan himself and fucking went with those or just bought some seeds and made some copies, but uh, they're here. Uh, home growers in BC have a handful of cannabis seeds, varieties to choose from, uh, as well as in Alberta and Saskatchewan. Um, and Ontario is the most, obviously, because they have like the most people so probably in the biggest market and yeah everywhere you know Yukon territory even you can fucking buy some shit up in the Northwest Territories it doesn't say none of it but probably there too um but yeah there's a I guess what I wanted to take of this article is there is the industry is shifting it seems like a little bit towards more of this kind of like DIY shit I hope at least this Mm -hmm. is like I want maybe I'm just you know looking for this or something but um yeah, like there's been all this controversy with THC numbers lately, uh, inflated by the labs and all the bullshit. People don't know what they're fucking smoking, and uh, it's fun to grow. You know, the whole expensive shit. Everything's expensive, and you know you can grow other things. Cannabis is always. Everybody says it's like the gateway to gardening. You know, um, I sure. I garden a fuckload more than I I used to. I will say because of it. So, grow my own food and stuff. So yeah, I really hope that this is like you know stimulates. Some people to get going. Um, you don't seeds are a bit easier to find. You know, there's people like myself and other legacy growers, and you know that I'm I'm happy to to help out local people with their seed issues and stuff and clones. You know, I always take clones, so I don't like sending clones in the mail and shit. But you know, if you're local, I'm happy to to donate and stuff like this. But um, you know, not everybody wants to call me either. I don't I don't get a lot of responses from that. So it's cool that there's uh, options in the stores now. Um, even if it is like doesn't pay a lot of homage to the original breeders, and that, that I hope comes. I hope people really want to, you know, grow the original shit, not just some knockoff fucking whatever. That's not even the real thing. But that's maybe a stretch to ask at this point. So at least people are growing, and then
1: yeah, yeah, we'll there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. It's crazy, so, yeah. man. You know, if there was fucking clones for sale here in the UK, that could be snapped up. I'd buy a thousand myself.
3: <laughs> yeah well 40 bucks a piece you know that's
1: <laughs> maybe i wouldn't buy a thousand yeah <laughs> maybe that's not you know no no not good 40 idea. bucks
3: like the thing about clones is you know once you got them you mm. can clone them forever that's it's right like,
1: you only need one yeah.
3: yeah yeah and if it's a good one then they're, you're set right damn yeah it's a, it's we can share i love sharing i just wish i knew more local growers with you know cool cuts and stuff because like i got some cool shit i'd I'd pass along i'm hoping to do some swaps. this this summer so
1: yeah man don't be shy for those growers out there in canada make sure you get in touch with tg
3: well if you're local i like i said i don't ship the shit i don't fucking but
1: Canada's like only a small country right you can oh yeah, yeah.
3: i'll drive it over <laughs> to new brunswick sure
1: yeah that's right yeah. man you drive over in a day <laughs> and a half man there's oh, nothing sorry. to it that's i mean
3: if i was going there yeah i'd bring a bunch <laughs> of stuff man, and drop yeah, it off a lot just the put way. a clone
1: that's in the... a paper airplane and throw it hard enough it'll land so
3: we did it in the old days but
1: yeah, next, <laughs> next time
0: a spy balloon goes overhead, just you know attach it
1: to it. Don't worry about yeah. it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drones, Drones. you know. Remember spy
0: drone.
1: balloons, remember remember. remember, remember those spy balloons. But we have one more news story that we should quickly get to from Monkey, which is fucking tragic, man. If this takes place.
0: Uh tragic. Yeah. I don't know about that. I mean it, it's it, it, it's interesting though. So let's let's see where it goes. <clears throat> uh the UN suggests. The U.S. federal government must force states to repeal marijuana legalization to comply with the international treaty.
1: You know what I say to that? Yeah, you all know what I say to that. I don't even need to. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> Mackey Rand, <Mackie laughs>
0: Rand's going to happen. It's it's going to happen there, though. Yeah. yeah.
3: Didn't, didn't they tell that to Canada too? Because we're yeah. in contravention of it, and we're like,
1: Meh. yeah, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. You know, and we it's do. The, the USA, <laughs> right? Sorry. I don't want to rant i'm not going to do it but the usa give like 500 million a year to the un he's like they're the biggest donator to the un every fucking year it's like who do you think you're talking to <laughs> we will take your money you cheeky bastards man ha- have a word with them monkey sorry to interrupt but yeah they are pissed <laughs> cheeky bastards cheeky bastards sorry yeah
0: (laughs) well that's fine we had to get a mackie ran in there somewhere it's been a while
1: it's been two weeks Two weeks. all
0: right the united nations drug control body is suggesting that the u.s is out of compliance with a decades-old international drug treaty because the federal government is passively allowing states within the country to legalize cannabis While the United Nations International Narcotics Control Board, INCB, has routinely criticized countries for allowing or enactment of cannabis legalization due to their obligations under the 1961 Single Convention to Maintain a Prohibition, a section of the new annual report in uh, released last week stands out as appearing indirectly addresses the state-level reform efforts in the U.S., what the, basically they're fussing about is the U.S. is sitting there. Basically, it has a hands off attitude for all states right now. The states say it's legal. Federal government says, OK, whatever you say. Now, Of course, it's a gray area because federal government can turn around tomorrow and everybody, everybody's everybody got to shut shut down. And, and there you go. But the uh, TG, you're exactly right on this, though. Uh, further down in the article, I think it's way down toward the end there. It says like two years ago that they said the same thing to Canada in mm-hmm. canada mm-hmm. issued some kind of a report back to the un and that was the end of it they never responded yeah. and it ended in a dead dead air thing i think this is nothing more than jockeying actually
3: well, why even like what do they think they, they, i don't understand they're just making them look fucking dumb not that they already don't, mm-hmm. but this is really <laughs> dumb
0: well it's it's interesting though because they're not actually uh they're not against medical be- uh, because uh, under this convention that was signed, uh, the medical side of it could be considered to be giving aid to populations. So they're, that's okay with them. But just for federal uh, legalization, just for routine pleasure, they consider that to be bad. But like we've always said, We're if boxing. you consume cannabis, it's, it's usually for a medical reason, even if you're not admitting it. You know, it's to help you reduce like- the stress or whatever it is for the day or. You
3: know, these are like Puritan motherfuckers. Like, you can't use anything and nothing. If it makes you happy, no. But, like, what? Fuck. Well, this, this, is... this,
0: this is all going back to the
3: 1961 war.
1: 1961, motherfuckers. <laughs> no, this was before the Beatles even released their first fucking song. They like, making these rules up back then and think are they can
3: tell us that you can't listen to jazz or something too now? Or, you know, like. <laughs> motherfucker.
1: Well, that is not a bad thing. You know,
4: <laughs> stop hey. all jazz.
3: Jazz, it is fucking
4: good. <laughs> what are they gonna do though? That's that's yeah, exactly. What, what, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you can suggest all you want, but
3: hey guys, stop doing that, okay? Yeah, <laughs> to. I don't like this
1: smell. You have to stop. Oh, yeah, fuck yourself, okay? You Cheeky guys are glasses. exactly right because that's that's
0: basically the, the gist of this article is they complain and they complain, and what they're the article basically is saying is we want you to stop it. Okay, right.
3: or what? But like they, they talk about <laughs> and shit. Like what about prohibition? How many people did prohibition fuck over every year? Like through actual death of like you know people getting mm-hmm. shot down in Mexico yeah. in the cartel wars, or people getting thrown in jail and having their fucking lives ruined? That's a societal harm that could be solved from the legalization of marijuana. What mm-hmm. the
0: fuck is well, yeah, that's you know that's the way it is there though. But it's just like a, they consider that cannabis is, is being a harm to society. What about the war on drugs, the harm that that's done to everybody that's been thrown in jail time and time and time again, drug through the system? Uh, it's caused us to live lives in the shadows. This is crazy. And and they're thinking that it's, it's a benefit to society to continue this bull.
1: You know what a harm to society is? The UN. Fuck you, UN.
0: Yeah. I was glad to see this come up, though, because now, you know, if they, if they bring it back up, maybe they'll get back in the news. Because if we can get this stupid 1961 agreement revoked, yeah, and then the countries it. can do whatever the heck they want. Mm-hmm. You know? We wrote
3: it. We can change it, right?
0: That's the yeah. way things usually work. That, that You know, nothing is permanent. You know, just the way it is. You know, like, what if the they mountain. find
3: this in the fucking mountain carved into stone or something? It's like, okay. Christ. We
0: can recarve that stone if we feel like it. You know, yeah. It we it have the difference. technology. Exactly. <laughs> so just saying that, oh, yeah, somebody wrote this once upon a time. Uh-uh. So what? Let's go ahead and rethink these things. Because it was written back in the day mm-hmm. with the uh, expressed reason to try and get a certain sect of society under control. And uh, unfortunately, the federal governments have uh, have lied to us for years about this, that it was all different, different things. And we now know much, much better. And so this is a stupid thing. The article, it just goes on and on and on and on about, okay, it's it's uh, because the states are they are called federally federalities in, in the United States. They have their own type of government. But they're saying that because they have their own government, They're still under the United States and the United States is bound by by treaty to go back in and tell those states you can't have this anymore now. We've got over 50% of the population of the United States has access to recreational cannabis right now, what would happen if you told over 50% of the population tomorrow that oh, I'm sorry we made a mistake you can't have it anymore. Yeah, let's, get, let's but, see what happens there
1: well like i said <laughs> how the usa is the biggest donator to the un it gives them over 500 million a year just stop giving them money just stop yeah. and then be like what, what are you going to do now uh-huh. so,
0: when we're talking about harm to society think about what harm to society the the uh i'm going to call it the the old black market did you know with the drug cartels and whatnot trying to move things around and sell sell drugs and whatnot like that cannabis was included in that type of transaction Mm -hmm. legalizing that market takes it out of the shadows and now we have people actually paying taxes on this stuff so i don't understand it seems like it would be better to legalize it safer for everybody better for society there's a monkey rant
1: guys is that, that what my rat sounds funky. like? Is that it?
2: I like it. That like it. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't, I don't like it. but yeah. Just I, I just sound angry. That's all. <laughs> that's,
0: all. <laughs> that's all it really is, though. But
1: it,
3: legalization it's means not complete. Like it's it. There's like in Canada, we still have shit tons of restrictions on this plant. Mm-hmm, it's not mm-hmm. really free. Um, it's
4: a even though I don't. Joke.
3: The only harm that comes from it is prohibition. If we had no like reason for people to be all guns and criminal and shit about it, because it's like fucking worth as much as lettuce, and lettuce is pretty expensive now. Like (laughs) something else, it's cheap. Tomatoes?
1: Oh no, tomatoes are also expensive now.
3: Well, nobody gives a fuck about cheap shit. Nobody's like running, yeah, tomatoes. Like use that, even if they are expensive, they're not that expensive. So you don't see like tomato cartels. Not
1: yet. (laughs)
4: <laughs> no Those bad. days yeah. are coming, bro. <laughs> <Maybe. But laughs> Wait a minute. Weed.
3: But let's go the opposite way with weed, right? I
4: think like,
0: we mm-hmm. do have avocado art cartels Yeah, yeah, that is a thing. That is a thing. <laughs> so Serious? To... Oh my god! Seriously, man. There's so much money in avocados.
3: Actually, it's <laughs> yeah. a good segue <laughs> because why? Prohibition's gone in the United States, and the Mexican cartels can't make money selling weed anymore. So they had to fucking get into avocados <laughs> because it <laughs> the was fuck? a good oh, cash
0: huh? crop. Yes.
3: There huh, you go wow <laughs> and oil they've been hijacking yeah. oil lines and uh yeah avocados plantation there's a thing on netflix about it i think
0: yeah huh. the commission is using old information basically saying that having access legal access to a cannabis is going to encourage uh youth uh, to have more more use of it and we've already seen study after study after study saying that If anything, it's flat. Most of the places say that the slight reduction in teen use when you legalize because it's more more controlled. They keep grasping at old information over and over and over. High high potency cannabis is going to lead to a strain on society's health. Oh, and we have heard this. Come on, people. Use something new, please, because we've already, I mean, everything that you're saying here is wrong.
3: You know, nobody here thinks weed is cool anymore, right? (laughs) You're not cool when you smoke weed. You're just smoking weed. Mm -hmm, (laughs) Teens aren't going to do it. Yeah, it really does. It works when you legalize everything. Well, yeah.
1: Fuck. Yeah, interesting story, man. I'm sure America will not listen. And let's just hope that they don't, because that's just stupidness. The UN acting like tyrants, yeah? Just fuck you, man. Uh, Forum news. Let's move on to the forum news. Happy Mother's Day in the UK. It is Mother's Day here in the UK today. Uh, yeah, and then congratulations to Zoom, not the company, but a member of Uh, uh for winning the 300B-spec HLG grow light. Yeah,
3: and, Yes, very cool, and they
1: already have it now as well. It's arrived. Very
4: nice. Yeah, they're quick. They're quick with that delivery. <laughs> yeah, man. Give them that. Good company. are going to
0: love that, man.
1: Mm-hmm. And now we have the next competition open, which is uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors, which will begin it, be beginning at the end of the month. But you can go and enter now over at percysgrowroom.com. And then the last piece of news there is we went to Spanovis, which you've already heard some of that. But yeah, Spanovis was fun. But 4.20 it's... is coming up in just a few minutes.
0: Spanovis was off the chain, fine, man. That was just so much to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Good times,
1: man. So is there any more news to add here? Any more news on your side, Marge, We Bite Me? Any news, any, anything you want to share? Well,
2: I'm going to be at Can Expo, I believe, next weekend. Cool. On Saturday, if anybody's in Toronto and headed out to that to that expo.
1: Nice. Okay, and just give an eye out for Marge. She looks exactly like her avatar. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, TG? Any news to add? That's a definite no. and there we go everybody that was this week's cannabis news and events as usual if you see any news stories that you want us to cover on next week's show then do let us know you can email me at mackie at high on you can contact us on facebook twitter or instagram just search for high on homegrown and you'll be able to find us and then you can just drop us a message there and of course you can always find us over at Percy'sGrowroom.com. Make sure you are a member of the forum. Get over there, sign up if you haven't already. There's loads of competitions for you to take part in. Lots of cool people over there who all grow their own cannabis. If you grow your own, it's the community you should be part of. So get over there to Percy's and sign up. But for now, thank you very much for downloading and listening to the show. It's good to be back. I hope you enjoyed the cannabis news this week. We are back on the normal schedule now so you know this is the cannabis news on Wednesday we'll have an interview and back to grow guides on Fridays so it's good to be back we'll catch you on the next one which is on Wednesday but if you are a patron we have a live interview tomorrow with Gino Kenny who is an Irish politician who's pushing forward a bill for cannabis legislation so come and join us if you're a patron over on our YouTube tomorrow. But for now, that's it. We'll catch you on Wednesday for the interview. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you, as always, for downloading and listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll catch you on the next one. Stay high, stay safe. Goodbye.